Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Friday, and the Oilers are rolling right now. Not that I need to tell you that, but after last night's victory in an all-too-important matchup against the third-place Los Angeles Kings, the Edmonton Oilers emerged 3-2 and put a little more distance between themselves and Los Angeles in the playoff race. They've maintained that same amount of distance between themselves and the first-place Calgary Flames, who are six points up with a game in hand. But all in all, you can only really take care of that within your own control. And that's what Edmonton's been doing for the last six games. They have won all six. They swept the California road trip, and the playoffs, now 10 games away, are firmly in Edmonton's sights. It's Brendan Escott here on the Friday edition of Oilers Now, brought to you, as always, by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Now, you know the drill. Usually, I'm in this chair because the team is flying. That is the case right now because they didn't fly out of Los Angeles immediately after that win last night. And uh, Why would you? You're in Los Angeles and you're rolling right now. Enjoy it a little bit, right? You got the day off today it's another mandated day off so they can kick their feet up uh, back at home when they roll in uh, today this afternoon and then a huge game I mean they all are from this point here on out but against Colorado on home ice remember the last time these two teams met and what a barn burner that ultimately ended up being Colorado is the team to beat in the West and Edmonton proved that they can hang. So tomorrow night on home ice, if, you, if you've got a ticket to that game, uh, you're going to be treated to something special. I can only expect. Got a regular couple of Friday guests here coming up later on on the show. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. will talk about the Oilers, of course, as well as what's that guy's name out East Austin something. I think he's got uh, four goals left now to hit 60, and apparently that's a pretty big deal. So we'll we'll assess just how big a deal uh, that really is, especially to the Leafs nation who had been calling doctor after doctor after a four-hour period uh, from the time that Matthews scored goal number 56 last night. Uh, anyway, you want to keep in touch with us, you can do so on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline 780-496-0063. River Cree is 100% restriction-free. They've got daily food specials at their restaurants like Tap 25 as well as spectacular live music on the weekends. More information available at rivercreeresort.com Let me know what you thought of their performance last night. They're they're getting at least average goaltending, right? I know Smith doesn't always make it look pretty, but he, he kept the puck out of the net enough last night, and I'd love to know what you thought about that and how he 
he's turned things around. How much has that played into Edmonton's recent winning streak? Smith got three in a row. He swept that Cali streak uh, or the Cali games on his own. 780-496-0063, the number to text. That is the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. So here's the deal. I am with you today and Monday. Today, joined by Cody Jansen on the other side of the glass. First of all, hey, thanks for letting me uh, go to Arizona last week, man. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, a little jealous, <laughs> but I won't hold it against you. I appreciate it. Got a couple of golf games in. It was great. I uh, got some preseason baseball in. It's opening day. Well, I guess yesterday. It's opening weekend, if you will. Blue Jays open it up at home uh, against the Cubs, who I did see. Cubs do not look good this year. Not the Cubs. The Rangers. What am I talking about? The Cubs had the first win. Cubs are 1-0. They did. They beat Milwaukee. Uh, They didn't look good in spring training, though. I did see the Dodgers take on the Diamondbacks. The Dodgers, they look pretty darn good. Mookie Betts was awesome in person. But, okay, this is a hockey show. And, frankly, there's probably some fans who saw this game last night in Los Angeles. Saw some Oilers jerseys in the crowd. That had to have been an awesome trip. Let's get right uh, into our Direct Workwear Audio Vault. Direct Workwear is proud to offer you on-site seamstress services. There we go. And embroidery as well. You can get your workwear and have it customized all in one trip. Cam Moon, Bob Stoffer on the call last night. Here's how it sounded on the Oilers Radio Network. Last game of the California road trip for the Oilers. They've won five straight coming in to this one. Quick lead to Ryan. Down the right wing, in over the line. Pass in front. Oh, the save by Quick. Off of Evander Kane, and he covers it up. Now to McDavid, in over the line. Down the left wing. Shoot. Scores! Connor McDavid puts it upstairs. Short side. And it's 1-0 Edmonton. I'm the mill. I heard someone uh, yelling coming off the bench. It was... Uh, it was him wanting it when uh, you know he has that much time and space. He's uh, he's gonna make you pay. Puck comes free. Moore will go to the net. Scores. Trevor Moore goes five hole on Smith. Ties the game at one, and he gets his fifth shorthanded goal of the season. To Moore, he comes through the middle, gains speed in over the Oiler line. Moore now on the right wing. The shot, nice save by Smith. Trevor Moore almost went coast to coast. Pins to go across to Bouchard into the King's end on the right wing. Now to Ryan, looks in front of the net. Fogel scores! Warren Fogel with a quick shot that beats Quick on the stick side. Bouchard winds up, rips it, scores! Evan Bouchard overpowers Jonathan Quick. And the Edmonton Oilers have a 3-1 lead. That's the 10th goal of the season for Evan Bouchard. That's a $200,000 bonus, my friend. So uh, there we go. <laughs> and he got all of it. Shot through the screen. To Pulley Harvey. It goes off of Moore, though. Comes out to Arvidsson. His shot, he scores. Arvidsson let it go off the left wing. Lots of traffic in front of the Oiler net. And the Kings have cut the Oiler lead to 3-2. Kempe finally digs it loose, but he gets tied up by Drysaddle. They're not going to get a chance. It's shot down the ice, and the Edmonton Oilers have won six straight. 3-2 the final over the Kings as they mob netminder Mike Smith for a job well done. 
We'll get some post-game thoughts here in a second inside the Direct Workwear Audio Vault. The top story today is simply the fact that Edmonton has won six in a row and, and now sit confidently in second place in the Pacific Division. Top story brought to you each day by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. It's, I said going into this game... My girlfriend likes to ask me, who's going who's gonna to win the game tonight? And it's such an arbitrary question, but I, I try to put some genuine thought into it and give you know, a genuine answer. And I said, if Edmonton starts well, because we know that Los Angeles loves to sit back in that, that sort of 1-1-3 when they get the opportunity to, but if you're making them chase the game, they don't get that opportunity, right? So when Connor scored three and a half minutes into the hockey game, it changed the complexion of things. We already know how, how successful Edmonton has been this year when getting that first goal Um, but you know in a game of that importance and when you can really make the opponent play your style of game I think that that's ultimately what was the difference last night is Edmonton getting out in front of it first the first time they've won six games in a row by the way since 2015 and McDavid not so coincidentally has a six game goal streak in that same time a 14 game point streak overall so uh, we'll Get to, uh, we'll sink our teeth a little further into this. Lots to talk about with Evan Bouchard in particular and his three-point game. But head coach Jay Woodcroft had this post-game assessment of the 3-2 win in Los Angeles last night. Yeah, I thought it was a complete 60-minute effort in terms of um, finding a way to win a game. I thought our first period was excellent. We played fast. Had a little bit of a hiccup after uh, we gave up a shorthanded goal there, uh, but we got it back on the rail the last uh, six or so minutes of the second period and I thought it was a competitive third period so all in all uh, we found a way to win in a tough building You talked about allowing a shorthanded goal uh, but you still ended up going with the first power play unit with about four minutes to go take us through that Yeah, I I thought that was um, an important um, point in the game, number one Uh, I thought it was uh, a chance for me to show belief in that unit Uh, uh, they went out, they created a few chances, um, you know, and I was comfortable with their defensive awareness in that situation. Uh, they didn't score a goal, but they uh, they were dangerous. So uh, more than anything, I wanted that unit to feel my, my confidence in them. And isn't it nice that this team can thrive five on five? By the way, there was no power play goals. Let me double check that. Yeah, there was no power play goals for Edmonton last night. And this is a team that needed the power play to... To, to hang around in games a lot of the time, but to have a chance in games. And we saw just how impactful it was early in the season and how much it may have masked in that 9-1 start to things when the power play was ticking. And, and now they're getting it done without. And obviously, you're, you're not in a position where you want to be giving up shorthanded goals. Tyson Berry got outclassed on that play by, uh, by Trevor Moore, who I think surprised him and maybe some other Oilers defensemen and, and backjackers with some speed there and Moore picked up his 14th goal of the year but ultimately you know there's only so much that you can do in a situation like that so uh, great game as I mentioned for Evan Bouchard who you might sit there and argue should be the quarterback on power play one anyway but he got his through his shot through from the point and that seems to be such a theme for Evan Bouchard and why he's up to now 
10 goals on the season. His head coach talking about the growth of the young defenseman. Yeah, he's gaining a lot of confidence. Not that he ever lacked confidence with the puck, but I think he's doing a lot of uh, really good things defensively. I think there's a chemistry between him and Duncan Keith. Um, some of those plays he made tonight were, were big league plays. They were, uh, you know, he moved the puck well and obviously got a shot through from the point in the third period there. And that's what he does. So uh, quite quite pleased for him personally and, and pleased for our team. You talked about what he does, but his ability to get his shots through, it yeah. seems like he has a knack for that. Yeah. Can you talk about that, yeah, that it's skill? A, it's almost like his, the pucks he shoot have eyes. Uh, they find their way through shot blocks um, and they give goaltenders problems. Um, you know, I've had the fortune of seeing Bush since he first entered our organization um, and I've seen him in playoffs in the American Hockey League. I saw him in his first full season as a professional player. Uh, he's someone that uh, I take a lot of pride in, in having worked with and uh, having him come through the program, so to speak. And uh, He's someone who um, does a lot of really good things on the ice, so I'm happy for him that he got that goal tonight. That's Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft. Tony Brar from Oilers TV working the beat last night there with a couple of questions, helping things out. And Bouchard, not necessarily a man of a ton of words, I think it's safe to say, but uh, he did have this comment on reaching double-digit goals. Obviously, it's uh, you know, a great feeling getting that, but uh, no, more importantly, we got the win, and uh, that's really all that matters right now. They've been, they've been coached well, haven't they? <laughs> Simply put. Now, hey, Bouchard says that uh, as a whole, the team has really been prioritizing defensive play. Uh, aside from the odd outlier of a game, like we know what happened in Calgary, but realistically, since Woodcroft took over in this 19-7-2 run, the defensive play is, has definitely peaked. It's gone up. Yeah, it's a big focus of ours. Going into playoffs, you uh, you got to be really solid defensively. Um, and it helps when our goaltenders are standing on their heads, and that's what they've been doing for us recently. And uh, you know, it's really showing and it's paying off for everyone. Warren Fogle with some comments on Evan Bouchard's growth as well. Yeah, Bouchard is a hell of a player. You know, he brings so much poise and uh, with the puck, and he can make plays that you know not many other people can do. And um, you saw tonight, he's got a bomb as well. And when he's using that thing, you know, it's hard to save. So. Um, he brings a lot to our team, and, you know, he's just going to continue to get better. So, Cody, let's explore this for a minute or so, just with respect to Bouchard's ability to get that puck through. We know that it's a heavy shot, and so you as the former goaltender, I'd love your insight as to, do you think that when a player is having success like that, is it the heaviness of the shot, or is he doing something that's able to change the angle, maybe bring that defender up? out of the shooting lane that he wants and then he's able to get it on net you know just from your perspective that vantage point I don't know how often you're watching the minutia of Evan Bouchard on the ice but what do you think He's got a great drag before he shoots. He really changes the angle. He's not afraid to push it as well before he shoots. And that one, that helps him get around the screens and the blocks, right? He's not hitting shin pads in front of him. But two, that changes the angle where the goaltender has to react from from where the puck's actually coming from. It's not coming from his feet. It's coming from his stick. So if all of a sudden he's changing that angle by a foot or a foot and a half, now you got to be squared up differently. And for a goaltender like Jonathan Quick, who's not overly big to begin with, especially if he gets caught deep in his crease, 
that change is a lot more drastic than if you're shooting on a Pekka Rene or you know a Miko Koskinen who is six foot six standing out there. And they do have some players up front in Edmonton's group, like Yesapoyarvi, for example. I think as a net front presence is really he's taken some strides this year. So maybe getting the benefit of that, but you don't score ten goals from the back end. And as a whole, Edmonton's defensive group has really contributed to the secondary scoring. I can remember a couple of years ago, like, you know, 30 games into the season and most of them had under five points. So this is a very different development for Edmonton. Bouchard, you could say, essentially is leading the charge and and his first three-point game in the NHL last night. He's now up to 38, 10 goals and 28 assists. The most he had in the American Hockey League, just as food for thought, was 36 points and seven goals. So talk about the development there, right? Well, what's your thoughts on the consistency? I know we talked about it with Bob last week, where just having him playing with Duncan Keith on a regular basis, he seems like he's getting a little bit more comfortable. And, you know, Woodcroft, I think he has to get some credit for that. Yeah, I think he does too. That's a That's a pairing that after a certain point... It was like people, I know we talked about it on this show, I had heard it from fans on the text line, why are you not trying the right-handed youngster with the left-handed veteran? Isn't that kind of part of the reason that Duncan Keith was brought into the fold here to help usher along the growth of a player like that? And not only that, but now that they're playing together, you can see Keith sort of settling into more of the responsible defensive role and, and taking a little less on himself as a puck mover because he's got the guy playing on his right-hand side that's that was drafted to do exactly that. So, yeah, the chemistry that every Everybody kind of wondered whether that would be there. It's starting to matriculate. So kudos to Dave Manson for putting them together and and really taking the blinders off of just how steady that Cody Cece and Duncan Keith pairing was. Because Cece's been pretty darn good with Darnell Nurse too. I like how things have settled post-trade deadline for Edmonton. Now it's just how healthy can you stay. And of course, they've been getting goaltending too. We'll talk about that as this show carries on. We'll get into the lineup report for Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence a little later on too. Obviously, the team's not skating today, so... Maybe we'll just give our best projection as to who's going to start in net tomorrow night, that sort of thing. But that all coming up after we take a quick time out. Brendan Escott, Cody Jansen in today on Oilers Now. Bob is heading back to Edmonton with the Oilers right now. They emerged victorious in Los Angeles last night and then stayed over. I would have too if I had the chance to spend last night in the city of Angels. You were just in Arizona for a week. Yeah, and I would go back. That's... Of course I would. Hey, a reminder to all uh, season seat holders, secure your 2022 Stanley Cup playoff seats by next Thursday, April 14th. Lock in your seats for the playoffs ahead of the public, even, online through your Oilers account manager or by calling uh, 780-414-GOAL. Let's uh, let's talk about Evander Kane picking up a fine, a $5,000 fine. I'm sure you've got that in NHL Today. That's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Am I right? Is that your lead-off? Yeah, that's, that's right. Kane gets a five grand fine for Nian Sean Dursey last night. Uh, other fines going around. Colton Sissons from the Preds got fined $2,500 for spearing, sends Josh Norris. Now, I don't know where I fall on that. Spearing 
seems a little bit more egregious, but we'll uh, let that one live. Hey, Chicago's retiring Marion Hosen's number 81, and the signings are coming hot and heavy during the show here. I'm just trying to keep up, but Owen Powers signing his entry-level deal in Buffalo. Kent Johnson signing his in Columbus. Uh, the Leafs earlier, they signed uh, Max Ellis and Vancouver. They got their backup goalie locked up. Spencer Martin locked him up to a two-year deal one way for the next couple of years, and it's just under a million bucks for them. Now, why? Why, oh, why are all the Michigan Wolverines signing, Cody? Could it be because Edmonton Oilers draft prospect Carter Savoy drove the nail into their coffin of the season last night, advancing the Denver Pioneers past the Wolverines into the NCAA Frozen Four championship game? Could it, could it be? Stone cold killer. What a guy. What a clutch performance, too. And against what was everyone was saying was the best team in the country. It was as storybook for Oilers fans as it could possibly have gotten, except for those who were trying to watch the game. Uh, this is just a hilarious aside. We'll get into more of, 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 of Savoy's heroics a little bit later on. But if you were trying to watch the game, it was available on a streaming platform here in Canada. And then the feed that they were picking it up from had switched abruptly before the game was over. Like late in the third period, tied at four, they switched it to coverage, pregame coverage of baseball. And they moved it to another feed, so now nobody in the in the states could watch it unless you're a premium subscriber, and nobody in Canada could watch Carter Savoy's goal. But we we promise you it happened, and it adds to what should be a very exciting time if slash when Savoy signs his pro deal with Edmonton. Guess we'll see when Denver's season's done. Uh, championship game goes when Saturday. Saturday. There I mean, go. he's going to be done Saturday, and, and you'd assume he's coming to the American League. He's ready for it. Yeah, the shot uh, certainly is. We saw that right back to the Alberta. Junior Hockey League. All right, I'm making you work behind the board. We're late to the break. We'll send it off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. We're back with Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.